So where have I been? Well, alright, here's the story that I said I was going to tell. Um, where I've been. So, September. Um, well, let me back up. <clears throat> Sorry, let me back up a little bit. I've, like I've stated in the, in the, um, in my depression episode and then the update, I've been dealing with depression for years. So, it's been getting bad for, man, my depression has been horrible this year. Well, sorry, scratch that. Last year, 2019, my depression has been horrible. It was horrible. I been th- I went through a lot. Even at the beginning, the end of 2018 and um, the beginning of 2019. So, since the beginning of 2019, I've had roller coaster rides with my depression and my anxiety and it just kept getting worse and worse. I was on a medication. I didn't like it. I tried to get it changed. One thing is I'm a veteran, so it's like they, they take one what you put in one ear and it goes out the other. It's like they don't care. They just want to throw stuff at you. And so pretty much because I'm going to try to make this fast, uh, I don't want to drag this out. So... um. It just started getting worse and worse, and then, you know, I tried to, man, depression is hard, having depression so hard, um, so, like I was saying, it been going up and down, and then the summer came, my Granny had passed away uh, in the house or whatever. She just, she had been sick for a while, but uh, she passed away July uh, 25th. And then after that, uh, things around the house felt different, but it was different before then. I was so depressed even way before then, and so... And people think depression is just sadness. Depression is not just sadness. It is anger. It's irritation. It's being agitated. It's wanting to be left alone. It's like not wanting to be bothered. It's a lot of things. And a high function, uh, a person that's high functioning, they can still live life. It doesn't matter if they have moments of down where they still barely get out of bed the point is they're functioning they're still able to do it but during that time I feel like I wasn't functioning at functioning at all now I feel like I'm high functioning because I'm still dealing with my depression my depression is every day is different and so um gosh every day is different but I'm more, I'm able to function more than what I was, uh, during the time. So, um, after my granny had passed away, you know, I was okay. Still had my, I was not okay. I wasn't, let me tell you this. It's, it's okay to say that you're not okay or that you wasn't okay. I wasn't okay. Let me just put that out there. Medication. Going to see doctors and just because you talk to them, that stuff does not make you okay. So, like I was saying, if you're not okay, it's okay. 
don't try to be okay if you're not okay. It's, it's, it's more energy that you have to exert than even necessary. And I can honestly say that you do not want to give more energy to something that you don't want to give energy to something that you don't even have energy for in the first place. So let's fast forward it. Um, September came. I was like, yo, I am going downhill. Um, let me try to get a part-time job too, actually. And I got both of the jobs. Um, I didn't care about how my knees was were going to feel. I didn't care about how my back was going to feel. I needed something to make I needed something to make me feel like I was a normal person. I needed something to make me feel like I was a normal person. And so um I didn't end up going to one because I ended up in the hospital. I worked one for four days for four days and every day that I had went I would cry my eyes out before I would go because my anxiety was through the roof I my depression was really bad but I hid it I would say when I went to that job I was high functioning because nobody could ever tell that anything was wrong with me for those five hours I was there. Nobody could tell that anything was wrong with me for those five hours that I was there. And so, um, but I didn't, uh, obviously I didn't last. So September, uh, the end of September rolled around and um the 25th I had broke down I had broke down like I did um some things that I was not proud of I was angry I ended up uh, bruising my my hand really bad and it swelled but who really pays attention to somebody's hand to notice that like along with some other stuff, and I just wasn't happy, like, that day, uh, I can say that I just wanted to end my life, and so, that day, I really wanted to just be done with, with everything, um, so the 26 rolled around, went to the park that day I did some other stuff and it was pouring down raining that day it poured down raining that day I got home I did some other stuff as well I but I had got home and I was like all right you know you went to the park you got out you got some fresh air you're gonna be okay I got home I broke down I broke down even more. So, um, I got home, I broke down. Um, I was, I told my mom, I was like, look, I need to go to, to the emergency room. I need to go because in my head, I knew I was not 
going to make it another day. And so I went there. Um, you know, they, they asked you a bunch of questions and stuff. Well, before then, I actually had talked to somebody at the emergency room and told them I was coming because I needed to to be there or something is going to happen to me. I'm going to hurt myself. I didn't have no plan of how I was going to do it at the time. I don't think I was like thinking about, yeah, I'm going to take all these pills or hang myself or, you know, do any of that stuff. Like it wasn't in my head a, a exact plan. All I know is if I didn't go, I wasn't going to be here. Um, so I went and I feel like the strong people will, I'm sorry for, for people out there who are people out there who are battling depression know this, there are going to be people who look at you as weak when you have these thoughts in your head, when you self-harm, when you attempt suicide. People are going to talk about you. People are going to judge you. But if you're still here and you got the help or you're trying to get better, just know that you're not weak at all. Just, just know it takes a lot. It takes a lot to even have the strength. It takes a lot to have the strength to go get help. And depression is not something that goes away. Depression is not something that goes away. Anxiety is not something that goes away, and doctors will try to throw medication at you. Medication and therapy may help some people. Just medication may help some people. Just therapy may help some people. But you have to understand, find out what works for you. If you have the strength, go get help. Please, go get help. It may be the hardest thing you have to do outside of going through depression and waking up and feeling like you don't want to wake up and I felt that for a whole month straight before I went to the hospital I was waking up every day crying because I had to wake up to fight when I did not want to be here and so just know that you're not you're not weak you are not weak and if you need to cry if you need to scream if you need to hit something if that is what's going to keep you alive then you do it um so all right I was in the emergency room for, man, for hours, and um, I had to take off all my clothes, my jewelry, well, I was supposed to, but I left my, uh, two of my piercings in, because I wasn't about to take them out, and they weren't gonna make me, which they didn't, and so, 
then they put me on some scrubs, some green scrubs, which meant uh, I was going to the the psych hospital. At that time, I didn't care. I didn't care what they did with me because why should I care? I didn't. I didn't care. It was like, all right, you're going to go to uh, psych, the psych hospital, which is maybe, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes away probably and so but in the hospital and I didn't tell the doctors this because they were supposed to they locked me in the room in the the um the room they have glass windows so they can keep an eye on you and they left the curtain open they locked it so if I try to get out the alarm will go off but they don't realize somebody who's in a hospital for suicide. They had cords and everything in that in that room. And I am, and I tell you no lie because I'm going to be completely honest. I had looked at those cords and thought about hanging myself in that emergency room <laughs> several times. Um, they're supposed to have somebody in there with you, but they, but with me they didn't. And then they had. I was wrapped up in a blanket. It was very cold in there. I was wrapped up in a blanket. I was just crying on and off. They gave me some nasty food. I I didn't eat it. Um, then um, they had a whole bunch of doctors and nurses and stuff that was walking by just, just looking. You know, and then when I would look at them, they would like hurry up and walk away. Like they like as if they, they were scared of me or something like the color scrubs that you wear. Well, for the VA, I don't know about other uh, psychiatric hospitals or whatever, or, you know, medical hospitals. Like, I don't know the color scrubs they put you in, if they put you in scrubs or not. But for the VA, they put us in these green scrubs. People know what those green scrubs are. I was in them before. I was at I was in them at the end of last year, uh, at the end of 2018, when I had to go to the to the uh, to the emergency room and but they sent me home they changed my medication and they sent me home this time I was going uh 30 45 minutes away to a psychiatric uh ward or whatever and so um I thought about trying to hang myself several times and I and I know if I would have tried I could have because there was times where there was several minutes where nobody passed by and which is so crazy to think about because I was I that was definitely the lowest I've been since I've had depression. I've had suicidal thoughts before, but that was absolutely the lowest because like I said, I had to end up going to a psych ward. So, um, after I don't know how many hours or whatever, they were like, all right, well, they had to wait for the EMTs to get there so they could transport me to the, to the hospital or whatever. And so I was like, whatever, you know, whatever. I went, um, on the way there again, all I could think about is, how can I get out? Like, they strap you down. They strap you down. I was strapped down on the gurney. 
uh, somebody was sitting back there with me, and then, you know, the driver, and all I could think about is while we were on the interstate, I, I started hearing voices to tell me, uh, you're not going to be okay, just open the doors and jump out, this is while we on the interstate, and so, and I, and I let the, the psychiatrist know when I got there, like, for what, like, why keep anything from them? I'm already in here anyway. You know, who knows how long I'm going to be in there. So, um, fast forward, we get there. I'm just, I, it's whatever, you know, we get there. It's a whole bunch of people. There's one other girl there. So when I got there, it was two of us. It was two females and the rest males, which was about 30 people. When we get there, they were taking their meds. So everybody was just out talking, watching TV, doing whatever. They had their snack and stuff like that. I had to go into the room. I had to uh, take off all my clothes so they could check um, my body for, for scars and all this other stuff. So they could, you know, document it or whatever. Then I had to take a shower. They gave me brand new scrubs. Uh, to put on, and then I just was, I stayed out there, I just sat and stayed to myself, like, the first two days, and people was coming up talking to me, and, you know, just trying to, well, being real cool or whatever, um, so, uh, after that, um, pretty much to sum it up, I was there for, about six weeks, which it's not for the VA. It's not, it's not supposed to be a long-term psychiatric stay, but they cannot kick you out of there. They can't make you leave, especially if you come in there for suicide. Like, they can't make you go. And so um, I was there for six and a half weeks. And I guess I, I can tell you guys how it was um, while I was there. But I'll do that in another episode, um, which will be the next one after this. But this is just to pretty much tell you guys why I've been gone, why I've been gone so long, why I hadn't recorded anything. It's because I was in the psychiatric uh, I was on a psych ward for about six weeks. And so, yeah, the next episode, I will tell you guys how it was staying there for six weeks. <laughs>